Hello, David Fexton here, and welcome to podcast number six of Everything Business Consulting, brought to you by Consultex Business Success Program. This weekly podcast is for those of you out there who are a business consultant and want to improve your skills and success, or you're new to this profession and you want to become a business consultant. You may be working in corporate management and you want to get out of the rat race and start a new career, or you may be an accountant or an ex-business owner. The common theme here is that you are looking for a new profession, one that enables you to help business owners plan your own lifestyle, earn a lot of money, and have the option to build a consulting firm if you want to take it further. Today's guest is Bruce, and Bruce has been part of our network for a long time. He is from Helensville, which is north of Auckland, uh, about 30 kilometres, and he currently has a consulting firm. But before we talk to Bruce, let me tell you about Consultex, Business Success Programme. Consultix is an online cloud-based business consulting application that has everything you need if you want to become a successful business consultant or be a better business consultant. With over a decade of development, Consultix offers you a unique opportunity to enter the world of business consulting with a complete system ready to run straight out of the box. In other words, once you sign up, you have access to everything you need to build a business for yourself. Get out of the rat race and invest in yourself with your own consulting business. Manage your own time and enjoy a lifestyle business where you are the boss and you will benefit 100% from your efforts. Consultex provides a complete web-based training system where you work your way through at your own pace, learning all the important lessons that we've learned over a decade of being in this profession. If this sounds like you, then go to www.info.consultx.com. I'll repeat that, www.info.consultx.com and learn more about the opportunity. Now let's talk to Bruce. Hi Bruce, welcome to our interview section. Bruce is based in Helensville, which is a nice little coastal village north of Auckland. He's about as north of Auckland as I am south of Auckland um, and he's been with Consultex for around about four years. Bruce are you all fired up and ready to go? Yes I am David. Excellent. You've been involved with business consulting for some time now. Please tell our listeners uh, what you were doing before you became a consultant. Well it's a bit of a checkered career. I was brought up in Kenya and then went back to Britain and went to university there and qualified as a civil engineer. I worked with one of the largest British consultants and both in Britain and around the world on large construction sites. I was mostly involved on the site supervision rather than the the design. In 1980, we moved to New Zealand where I was the tail race engineer for the tail race tunnel on the underground hydro station in the central North Island at Rangipo. This was a complete hydro station that was built completely underground. It was quite exciting. Yeah. Following this, we went into the horticultural business, had a couple of properties doing this. And then the last 17 years or the last 17 years of that, we were growing cymbidium orchids as cut flowers, all of which were exported. To achieve market standards, quality and consistency were absolutely paramount. To remain viable in this very exacting market, 
we had to be highly productive, very clear on what we were trying to achieve, in other words, long-term goals, prioritize and plan ahead, deal with staff, budget very well as our income was only over the picking period. And therefore we had a period where there was no income, half a year, and we had really had to monitor our costs. We were we built this up from absolutely nothing, flat ground, to become one of the la- uh, top producers in the country. And this experience of running very small businesses, coupled with my experience on the large construction sites, uh, gives me a very good background for being a consultant. And I know exactly the pressures that the business, uh, small business owner faces, uh, which are the majority of New Zealand businesses. Yeah, that's a um, your last last profession or occupation was uh, was the orchids. So, what attracted you to business consulting? Well, we sold our business successfully. But I still wanted to do something, and I felt that I had some really valuable experience, and I wanted to help people. We were heavily involved in the church, and um, so I have a lot of experience of committees and making committee work work, rather than just talking. So I've got a wide range of dealing with different people from different backgrounds. I was looking around at all options when you invited me to that day seminar back in Auckland, Um, I came home from this absolutely bubbling and then had to try and persuade my wife, who is has her feet much more planted on the ground. (laughs) Luckily, we had a webinar, if you recall, at that stage, and I was able to play that to her. And that was the beginning of my third career. Tell our listeners about your first six months once you'd become a consultant and, and done the training. What happened in your first six months? I think the best way to describe that is total immersion. Coming from my background, which wasn't anything formal about consultancy work, meant that there was a vast amount to learn and assimilate. The training was done in a different format, but I found the process hugely exciting. And using the business success program, that it was excellent. I always had that voice of fear sitting on my shoulder, but that's pretty natural. And certainly in that particular state, it's very natural, but that is something that we all need to deal with and learn how to deal with. As you gather, I didn't have any really, well, I had no um, training on this uh, subject, but as I was fairly well known in the local district, I decided to just simply walk into the businesses that I knew or around the area and talk to them. I was absolutely blown away by the way that people opened up, merely because I came in there as a business consultant now presented a card and asked them the right questions as per the program. And um, they opened up. It was absolutely incredible. I acquired my first three clients, or my first clients, two of them, within within about the first three months of starting with uh, Consultex. And two of those I'm still working with. So that's quite reasonable. That's um, almost four years. Yeah. Very good. Could you tell our listeners also how you acquired those clients? You kind of touched on it there a little bit, but in the beginning, and then have you changed Have you changed your methodology to how you get clients now? Yes, certainly. The I didn't have a natural network because I hadn't been in, in this type of business at all. So I really had to start from square one. So that, for me, the obvious way to do that was initially work on cold calling, Again, I'd had no experience of that, so it was a question of simply doing it. 
I, we did also have a different form of telemarketing that we were following at that stage or using at that stage, which was of limited success, but certainly that raised one or two of the leads that I followed on to. Nowadays, it's much more about my network. I've got a very large network. I attend two breakfast meetings, so that's one BNI is every week, and the Business Over Breakfast Club is every other week. So I attend those every, you know, regularly. And I attend the Chamber and the Atid Business After Five network meetings. So I have a very large network, and that is the way that I'm, I get my clients, and I work through those mostly on that now. You touched on the Business Success Programme a couple of minutes back. Can you describe to our listeners um, in a little bit more detail the benefit that you gained from it? The Business Success Programme is a logical process. It's like consulting by numbers to an extent. It enables you to look at every part of the business and scrutinise it for the gaps and where the gains are going to be made. It also provides the tools that we will need to be able to make those changes. However, I believe that the huge strength of the Business Success Programme, apart from it being well-tried and logical, is that it's a modular programme. And this gives us a huge flexibility. So once you know what you're doing and how to use the programme, it means that we can change the programme to some extent to actually suit the needs of our clients rather than trying to fit the clients into the programme. But by having said that, the order of the programme works for something like 99% or 90% of the businesses that we would come across. Consultex has actually revolutionised my working process. The part of the thing that I love, like, like about it is that the discovery meeting and the diagnostic meeting is what comes out of those meetings flows directly through to the business plan, through to the personal vision, through to the business vision, and through to the implementation uh, processes that we deal with, the implementation meeting and the management meeting. So it's all integrated, which is a huge help. Most of my clients, as I say, are well established now. So my main use of Consultex is in the implementation stage. I, for the fortnightly meetings and the use, the fact that we incorporate Zero or MyOB get to download the financials directly into the program means that the monthly financial meeting is much, much easier to present and to present nicely than it used to be when we had to pull the figures off the web and then put them into another program and produce it that way. Yeah, that was a bit cumbersome, wasn't it? It took long time, much longer, and this way we have everything all together, uh, all at our fingertips, and we can refer from month to month. The graphs for the tasks to be done are really good, and being able to send those to the clients as you finish the meeting is yet another bonus. And yet it continues to be improved. Like I've got a, a, a list of, of suggestions from the network that have come in over the last two months, three months since we launched, launched version four. Uh, and I've, uh, I've got Indy working, Indy's our programmer, I've got him working on those things now. So, uh, so yeah, it, it can only get better and better uh, as we... As well, as I say, you know, I've seen, seen the advances that it's that's come through on it, and it's certainly 
is good and the continuing additions to it do make a difference do do improve it so that's great yeah so how many um for the benefit of our listeners uh, how many clients do you have today and very quickly what type of businesses are they well a number of my clients seem to have come to a natural end clients do that there's the one client that whose main goal was to sell the business we've just sold it this last week apart from that i've probably got four ongoing clients uh, i've had a, another two that have stopped in the last three months or so and in addition i've got my two associates one of whom is in west auckland and one of whom is up in Fongaray, who so that that also gives me quite a lot of work they've got about seven clients altogether and there are quite a lot coming through on there from them I forgot to mention that Bruce is sorry, Bruce. I forgot to mention yeah. that you've got a you've got a firm with two two associates in your firm. Yes, my to give a range an idea of the range of businesses that I'm working with. My clients are I've got a pharmacist or a chemist, a bottle store or liquor outlet, and he's just about to open a second outlet. A travel agent that has three outlets, a construction business and a landscaping business. Okay. My past clients included a saddlery outlet, a mechanic with two different uh, uh, workshops, the vets, and you know about them, David, we merged that firm with another firm to the benefit of both practices. Yeah. And a marine electrician. So it's a very wide range that we can deal with. Would you um, agree with the comment that... um that the Business Success Programme would work with any type of business? Well, I think you can see from the range of businesses that I've got there and the, you won't know the size of them, but certainly the, the, the range of sizes that we've got, yes, we can do work with any type of business because basically business hasn't changed very much and certainly human character hasn't changed at all. So it's no. exactly the same thing that we're dealing with. Yeah, I agree. So um, everybody has uh, occasionally client failures. Uh, could you tell us briefly about any client failures that you've had and whether you think you could have done something to prevent it? Oh, David, I never tried to think about these. <laughs> no, but the people listening um, are probably interested. Uh, it's always, it, is, it is always, always important and probably the big learning thing that you want I want to take out of the, any failure or any setback is what do I learn from it? It's not the failure so much. It's the fact that I need to learn from it and go forward. I think probably the biggest failure that I, I've had, and I rather suspect I still do it, is that I tend to talk too much. I get very excited about things and I forget the golden rule of if I say it, they will argue. If they say it, it's true. And therefore to make them say it. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the ongoing sort of failure that happens. And what the results of that is simply doing an awful lot of work trying to acquire a client and then not acquiring them. Yeah. Yeah. It's about five hours, isn't it? Sometimes more. It can be quite a lot of time. Sometimes it can be much more than that because you can nurture them for a while and then you get excited at the last minute and try to pitch too early or not reading the sign signs properly. And again, part of pitching is the need to 
just before you get them to sign is to ask that vital question. Now, is there anything that's going to stop you signing? And then to clear those objections up first. Yeah. One of the big failures I think that is worth highlighting is the need for us not to be too fixed on the program. The program, the Consultex, is a fantastic program, but it is there for our use, the consultant's use. It's not necessarily it's not necessary for the client to know about it as such in many cases. The client wants his particular problem solved, and therefore we should work to his pro his to solve his problem rather than saying to him, ah, I can give you a program that will solve, solve this problem. In actual fact, most small businesses simply aren't interested in the program. They're simply in, interested in having their answers or their problems solved. So I think the question of using the flexibility of the consult of the business consultant, uh, business success program is very important because it enables us to have that flexibility. And it means that we don't squ try and squeeze a client into a, a square hole, a, a square hole yeah. if he's a round person, yes. and, which means that it won't, won't work. So we have to work to the client's needs, and that's paramount. And of course, except for what the client sees, or the prospect and client sees in the program that we show them where we get them involved with it, that they don't really know about Consultex and what's in the background. Consultex is for us, it's for consultants, it's not for business owners. Absolutely. And certainly myself in the early days and my associates or my, um, yes, my associates, they certainly, we, we have had this conversation many times that it's a question of you not selling the program, you're selling the consultancy, you're solving their problems. Yeah, great. Can you give our listeners a couple of examples um, of how you've helped your clients to build a better business? Several I could do. Uh, I'll yeah. pick on two of them. One is obviously the successful sale of this business in a long time that it's come. They haven't necessarily moved forward because they've been quite interested in getting out and their concentration hasn't always been to build the whole business, which they could have. They could have improved it a lot. But the end result, and as he, the owner said to me at the end the other day, well, we have achieved what we intended to do. And so that's great. And so that's very satisfactory, really. The other one is my travel agent that I would like to talk about, if I can, a bit. Sure. They, uh, husband and wife, were both set, are both involved in the business, or were both involved in the business, and both selling travel fees, travel. The business is quite large one. It comprises of three different outlets and has about 16 salespeople. The training of the staff and some of the... Uh, analysis of how people were doing and things like that wasn't necessarily attended to very well because the owners were so busy selling. They were both top sellers. Over this last year since I've been working with them, there's been a complete sea change. The wife is now only being employed by the company or by the travel agent as a contractor to do very definite tasks that she's allocated mostly things like spreadsheets, setting up spreadsheets for analysis of KPIs and that sort of thing. No, she absolutely excels in this and loves it. Yeah. What she's really doing now is her love, which is redecorating houses. So she's just started a new business doing that. The owner, he excels in the big picture stuff. He absolutely loves what I call crowd gathering. 
he attends seminars and travel evenings and sells travel marvelously because he tells the story and he relates to people very well. So what is happening now is that he's now become the ambassador and goes around dealing with this sort of work. And all the leads that he gets are then passed directly on to the other salespeople. And um, so the process, and then he's now able to attend to training the salespeople much better. The net result of this, while his, while their income has dropped, the wife is now so much happier because she's doing what she loves and is feeling really positive about this and taken on a new lease of life. The owner is able to do what he loves, but his income has dropped. But he's able to lift each consultant, each of the salespeople, in uh, pro, uh, procedure by two to five percent. So at a minimum, he's lifting this his business probably by about thirty two percent, which is something he could never have achieved on his own. So that yeah. again is a real success, and they they're thrilled by it. Is he achieving that because he's got better measurement of the business, and he can, as I say, if you if you measure it, you can manage it. Yes, the the measurement is there, but it's also he's imparting his knowledge that he ha has of the travel business and of different places to the salespeople and hearing how they're dealing with with the clients and constantly lifting their one on one approach. So that training is becoming absolutely huge and they're now being measured and they're getting their goals set, clearly set and being re-energised if they're not quite getting to where they have to get to and things like that. So it's it's taken a completely different turn from what it was a year ago. That's great. Good, st good stories there. Uh, could you tell our listeners um, um, just a little bit about the average lifetime of your clients? We always the, talk the... about three to five years with a client. Often clients have a they they ask you to come in for a natural life a natural thing and i think mostly we we will expect to have a two two and a half three year life with our clients i have as i say a couple that are four year olds most are about two but um i have had ones that have dropped out after three months and that was actually one of my failures that i could have mentioned where i tried to get them on board I tried to acquire them, and one of the carrots I offered was, well, let's just try it for three months. Yeah. And after three months, he said, we've done it for three months now, let's stop. And <laughs> I, was, I, had, I was agency of my own, uh, own destiny there. <laughs> yeah. I talked to, to a couple of the other guys, um, Phil and, and Steve. Um, Steve's got clients that go back right to the start, like four years and a um, little bit beyond that. What we talk about in training, Bruce, is to is to is to use the language of three to five years or five years, set five year visions, five year goals, and those sorts of things, and that that's really communicating to the prospect that we're here for the long term and not for the short term, like a everyday consultant would do. So, but we, I, I'm certain, and so is Steve um, and and Phil, that some of their clients will go out to five years, and some might even go beyond that. So, that's the target. Well, I anyway. mean, my my liquor outlet. I once we get the new outlet in, is going to have a completely new set of problems and new arrange. Everything's going to have to be reevaluated as to how he works, and so yeah. that's going to be a completely different thing. So yes, I can see that one carrying or running on. And my pharmacist, which I've got as well, 
he's very comfortable with just how we're working at the moment. So that, yeah. that continues, yes. Let's talk about lifestyle. Because one of the things that I talk about when I'm talking to new people coming into uh, into our network is that the the consulting business can be as big or as small as you want it to be. And yeah, we had a good uh, talking to Phil, the talking to talking to Steve. Um, Steve's got his head wrapped around um, a certain lifestyle, and, and so has Phil. Can you tell our people a, a bit about what your lifestyle is like and what your what you've achieved so far? Well, I always believe that, I, oh, I've always thought that I'm probably one of the more extreme people in believing in lifestyle rather than just work. And I believe that we need to model this lifestyle, this ability to have a lifestyle rather than just work to all our clients. The concept that I believe that we should be having is that our business should be such fun that we enjoy doing it, but we should also be able to have a full life as well. And it shouldn't be all consuming. All too often, the small businessman is completely drawn into his business that he's bought, and then he has to make it work. So he's working every hour there is. And this is really exactly where we can fit in for them. So just to give you an idea of the lifestyle I have, I don't obviously have any office hours. I set my meeting the meetings in that so that they will fit with my lifestyle and also what the client has on. Yeah. And then I need to work around that. I've set my boat up so that it has a modem on it, which means I can do remote meetings and I can do quite a lot of work from the boat, which means I can spend an awful lot more time away, not necessarily being in the office but still yet completely attend to my clients. My office is basically my home office, but I also use various rooms around the country which belong to either lawyers or accountants or such like, or the banks, or I meet in the client's offices, the client's premises. Uh, and just as an it's example, yesterday was, yesterday was a beautiful day, so I was sitting outside by the pool in the shade of the sun with my computer and just working on a little bit of work there. But that was pretty idyllic. That sounds agree? like heaven. Like I'm sitting in my office now looking out at all the, it's a bit rainy today, but looking uh, out at all the paddocks and all the trees of uh, all the r rural country areas of South Auckland. It's yes, we, we, we have that same sort of view as much similar to what you have, at David. Yeah. Um, and that's from my office. The other aspect that is worth highlighting here is because everything is, remote-based or um, on the cloud. And because I have very large distances to travel up to Whangarei or around here, I quite often do remote meetings by Skype or by the internet. So that is part of what is happening. So I, again, I don't have to be in an office to do my work. And the other thing that is worth talking about lifestyle working with clients is just hugely exciting, especially when it starts to move. It's, it's, it, it's enormously rewarding. Well, that's all I've done since 2005. And, and uh, you've probably heard me talking that, that I, I even, I, I think I've always been a consultant. It was back in the, in the 90s when I owned a big beverage company. Uh, I got a group of all my friends together and every second Tuesday we had a breakfast and I ended up being a kind of a mentor to them. So I kind of, been a consultant from way back then and then in 2005 after I sold that business I was able to get into it full time and it's all that I it's all that I want to do it's all that Mandy wants to do 
we 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 do believe in focus we've got a interest in a small mechanical business but uh, that only takes about three or four hours a week but apart from that this is it uh, and, and i i get a big kick out of getting results for for clients it's uh, very gratifying i feel yes so, it, but, i agree it, it, it's just uh, hugely satisfying when it when it goes well and when they turn around and say you know thanks bruce that's great is yeah uh, yeah it's a big big high big buzz <laughs> yeah it's great think about the people who are listening uh and uh once upon a time you were a flower grower and you were thinking about the best path to enter the consulting profession uh, there's really two things you can, well there's three things you can do you can you can be what wayne used to call a notebook and pencil guy which is you go and buy a pad and a and a, and a pencil and and some business cards and just go and start talking to people the other way is that you can you can scour through the internet to find, I suppose, um, bits and pieces of consulting and cobble them all together, or you can you can join a an organisation like Consultex where most of the hard yards have been done. Uh, and I, I said on the uh, on the podcast I had with Steve, I said that. I started building the business success program for myself in 2005 and really in hindsight all I did was build a skeleton and it's all people like yourself and uh, other people in our network who have put ideas forward and who have helped helped us to build Consultics to where it is today. So thinking about those people who are listening again, can you talk to them just about what the best path actually is? Well, I was going to pick up on some of what you've just said, David, that basically consulting, which is based on just your own experience, and to an extent, however wide it is, I think is it's flawed and it's limited. The advantage with the business success program is that, it's, as you say, it has been built up over a number of years and it's been built up over a number of years. In other words, it's combined the inputs of many, many consultants. The fact that each one of us still use the program in our day-to-day process means that it does work. Otherwise, (laughs) we would have stopped using it. Yeah. The other aspect about this is that working with an experienced partner, I believe, is absolutely invaluable. The gains that are achieved in using a team is huge. As you say, I've got a firm and I've got two consultants or two associates with me at present. Uh, we'll be looking to build more in. But the uh, the discussions and the exchanges that we have are absolutely invaluable for both for myself and for them. And they talk about most of their clients, in fact, all their clients with me and talk about the next meeting that they're having and how they go, which means that they can bounce ideas off me. I can throw some ideas back at them, but it saves that awful feeling when you're sitting in front of the client and they throw a complete curved ball at you and you should have the answer and you don't. And you, how do you answer it? So it, it solves a lot of that problem. So certainly going into a business that has support is huge. Going into a business that to an extent you can consult by numbers painting by numbers type thing is also huge because as I said right at the beginning Consultex does look at the whole business and it stops us as consultants getting sidetracked 
just down one area and enables us to be able to go back and go back and see the rest of the business rather than just concentrating on one thing. So I think it's essential to do it that way. That's great. Thank you. Uh, And to close the interview, could you give our listeners a couple of gold nuggets of advice that will help them in their consulting career? Well, I think the greatest one right the way through, and it applies from day one that you meet the prospect to the end, however many years later that is, is to remember if they say it, it's true. If I say it, they can argue about it. Yeah. It's something that is so easy to forget when I get excited or enthusiastic or when I can see what should be being done and I don't take the time to get them to say it, then it's always a hard yak and often it doesn't, they just simply don't take it. Doing regular reviews, both of yourself and of with the client of the progress there is just hugely essential which does mean that we need to be taking notes and keeping measurements of what is happening in the business. And I think the last one is that we need to remember that while Consultex provides us with a fantastic program, we actually have to work to achieve the client's goals, not our goals. And therefore, we have to deal with what he wants so that it will work. And not That's be, great. And not be too, too fixed on trying to make them fit the program. You've got to be a bit adaptable, don't you? Yes, very much so. Do. Well, Bruce, thank you for a frank and interesting interview. I'm sure our listeners will have gained a heck of a lot from it. Right. Thank you, David. That's great. I enjoyed that as well. Great. Thank you. And good luck. We'll, uh, uh, people in the network will catch up with you on the uh, Closed User Group Facebook. I look forward to that. That's for sure. Great. Thank you. Bye. Right. Bye, David. My definition of a lifestyle business is one where you decide the hours you want to work, who you want to work with, and how much money you want to earn. Many people I talk to describe in detail the drudgery of their current job. Hours of commuting, boring meetings, little chance of promotion, and remuneration just enough to live on, and with little or no chance of improvement. Imagine a business where you can take the kids to school when you want to. Have a three or four day weekend when you want to. Cut out the commuting and have complete freedom of your time. Business consulting is a business where you get paid for what's between your ears, not the hours you work. Working on a percentage of revenue basis frees you from time-based earning systems and takes away all income ceilings. I've worked from home since 2005 and right now I'm looking out of my office window at the green rolling pastures of New Zealand about 50 kilometres south of Auckland. Fantastic. But in order to move forward, you have to make some important decisions to make that change. You've already started that change by listening to this weekly podcast. This podcast is all about that change and each week we'll be highlighting a number of topics and features that will be of interest to you whether you are already a consultant or you're looking to become one. We'll interview people in our network and dig deep into what makes them tick and why they have become successful. We will read out your letters and answer them for you. We will discuss a case history from our clients' files. We'll discuss a special topic each week from our listeners' suggestions. That's you. Bottom line, if you're a business consultant and you want to improve or you want to become a business consultant, then this is the podcast for you. This podcast will be recorded every Monday, New Zealand time, and will be available to you 
every Wednesday, United States time. Our email address for communication is david at consultx.com. If you want to get more information right now, then go to www.info.consultx.com. I'll repeat that, www.info.consultx.com. There you'll find everything you need to know to become part of our Consultex network. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week on Everything Business Consulting.